Welcome to the Empowered Family Caregiver Podcast, where we help family caregivers go from stressed to calm. I am your host, Tandy Elisala. Thank you so much for tuning in. I encourage you to join us over at the Empowered Family Caregiver page on Facebook and or join our private group by the same name and where we provide more support and continue the conversation. Welcome to episode 21, and today we are talking about seven ways to combine or incorporate self-care and legacy. You know, you ever like to multitask? <laughs> if you, I'm all about how I can incorporate more than one thing at a time, like accomplishing one thing at a time, more than one thing at a time. And so I thought about, you know, self-care is widely important, as we know, and it's often difficult to to do, um, to exercise that. And legacy is also widely important. So, you know, creating meaning from life stories and, you know, helping your care be at peace. I hope that this episode helps you think about self-care and legacy differently and gives you some ideas for how you can incorporate self-care and legacy building activities together with your loved one. So the first tip is to make dinner and actually sit and eat together. You know, sometimes as caregivers, we you know, we make dinner for our loved ones and then we, you know, have them eat. And we don't always sit down together as a family and eat. So eating, sitting and eating is a form of self-care. And sitting with your loved one and is, you can make that an act of legacy by asking them questions as they eat. Now, I will preface all of this by saying that these all these different these seven things that I'm covering today all depend on obviously your loved one and yours capacity, um, cognitive ability, physical ability, etc. So what one idea may not work, another might. So making dinner and sitting and eating together and asking them questions about their life. You know, you can ask them, you know, what was, you know, your best decision you ever made in your life, or, you know, on and on. There's hundreds of questions that you could ask. All right, that's number one. Number two, as caregivers, we're often in the car, right? We're taking our loved ones to doctor's appointments and back and forth. And I know it for me, it seemed like I lived in my car some days. But you have a captive audience in the car. So, again, ask questions. You know, I used that time to ask my parents questions, and it was really fascinating to hear their responses and the level of emotion that came with that. So I encourage you to use that time to do that. Another thing you could do as a fun thing together is to play music that you both like or that you like or that they like. <laughs> and you know, even just talk about the music 
you know, whether it's at a certain decade and talk about their favorite music and their favorite songs and artists and why. And, and you can really glean some great info and insight there. The third idea to combine self-care and legacy is to watch a show or a movie together and then at the end reflect on why they loved it so much and if you can relate it to their life. It doesn't have to be tied, you know, to an activity or to anything specific, but it's a great way to help them feel understood and respected. Sometimes on Friday nights, my family would have movie night and we would let, we everybody would take a turn rotating movies. And when my parents, um, you know, got to pick, they picked some movies that were, you know, in the 20s and 30s. And my kids at first kind of grumbled about it. But after the movie, we asked them questions about it, about, well, what else was going on in your life at that time? Or why do you love that movie so much? Or what does it mean to you. And again, self-care, you're watching a movie or a TV show together. And legacy is the, you know, discussion part about it. Number four is to write a letter to someone that, that you love. Um, or they can, if they're able to write, have them write a letter or even like journal about, you know, what they're afraid of or, um, you know, any fears they have or, you know, their experiences. You could have guided questions to help them through or just make it an open forum. You know, sometimes when we talk about self-care, we often think about the physical self-care, like exercise, etc. But we are rarely encouraged to care for our minds and our feelings. And so writing a letter to someone that you love and encouraging your loved one to do the same is a great act of self-care and can incorporate, again, legacy when you're writing. Number five is if your loved one and you love reading, you could each just sit, you know, sit in the same room together and read Read whatever books you're, you've got going on at the time. You know, you don't have to read the same book, but just read. Take some time to read and then discuss what you read or what you got out of that segment. If, if it makes sense based on the, you know, based on the book. Um, number six is taking family pictures and talking about family traditions and history and what was going on at certain times based on the pictures and having them share that. And then you could even create a scrapbook while you're doing that. So they may not be able to physically put a scrapbook together, but that there's a creative process there that can be a great form of self-care and putting the energy and um, discussion into the family traditions and the pictures and all of that into the scrapbook help build legacy and life stories. And it's so, um, I could imagine, so 
peaceful to think that, oh, my family pictures are being put in a scrapbook to be preserved for future generations. How cool is that? So that's a great um, exercise as well. And then lastly, if you enjoy cooking or your loved one enjoys cooking and are able to, um, you can cook. That can be a form of self-care and eating, of course, always a form of self-care. <laughs> and compile favorite family recipes. You know, a lot of times our loved ones have family recipes or just favorite recipes that they would love to see us, you know, carry on. So finding what those are, making them, eating them, taking pleasure in that, um, compiling like a cookbook, doesn't have to be fancy, um, of, of family recipes or favorite recipes can be also be a great exercise in combining self-care and life stories together. Ultimately, helping our loved ones create and hone their legacy helps them be at peace. It helps you be at peace and it gives them so much joy, even if they can't always articulate it. And it also helps you be your best when you are feeling your worst. It can help lift you from that and help you realize the importance of every single day and that these little, seemingly little activities can really make a profound difference um, in your loved one's attitude, in their mindset, and in yours as well. With love and gratitude, I hope that this episode has given you a couple of ideas that you can take away and do in some form or another. If you can't do these things, maybe someone else in your family can do these things that aren't where they aren't the primary caregiver. And, you know, maybe your kids, if you're not, you know, caring for them, um, any, you know, friends, et cetera, can, can help with this as well. I want to thank you for tuning in. I know that you have a choice in how you invest your time, and I appreciate that you are here. I want to give a shout out to the Caregiving Podcast Network, and I also want to invite you to uh, check out my brand new uh, quiz, Learn What Kind of Family Caregiver You Are. Discover your caregiver personality, your power words, and your strengths so that you can focus on what you're best at. And you can learn more about that at bit.ly forward slash family caregiving quiz. That's bit.ly forward slash family caregiving quiz. Until next time, stay empowered and calm. <laughs>